beautiful friends. Welcome to day one of Happy Girl Walks. I promise I do not sound like this the rest of the episode. I'm recording this a week after the fact and I'm getting over some like weird mystery virus that you will hear all about later in the week. But if you're new here, so am I. I'm so happy that you're joining me. I'm your host and this podcast is recorded every single day on my daily walk while I spend more time being present and intentional with my own journey towards finding more happiness. So I invite you to walk while you listen so that I can be your walking buddy, accountability partner, and cheerleader on your own happy girl walk journey. Plus then it won't be as embarrassing when I'm out of breath. Today's episode is the perfect length for a mile and a half to two miles if we're clocking the same miles per hour, maybe more if you're extra speedy, but if it's your heart's desire to walk even more, feel free to check out some of my other episodes or get a playlist of all of your favorite songs ready in the queue to play up next. Today, I'm catching you up on who I am, what I'm doing, and what the heck is a happy girl walk. I'm coming at you from a train platform in Westchester of all places, so grab your comfy shoes, grab your water bottle, and let's go. Oh my gosh, y'all. I am so excited to finally be recording this. However, I am not coming to you live from where I thought I would be. I actually wasn't even really planning on recording a podcast today. I was planning to record my first episode tomorrow to release on May 1st. Woohoo! I'm so excited. But I am in Westchester right now. I live in Manhattan. I have a job in Westchester once a week and my Uber driver made a wrong turn and so I missed my Metro North and there's not another one for um, almost an hour. I spent 20 minutes kind of doing nothing and then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna hop right into it and make a podcast. I feel like there's no time like the present. I keep coming up with excuses for why I don't have to start yet or you know, I keep just delaying the start date. And I was like, you know, why don't I just take advantage of this extra time I have and get her done? So welcome to Happy Girl Walks. I am walking, I'm like pacing on the platform, um, but I'm trying to stay far enough away from people so that they don't think I'm insane, but it might be too late for me, I don't really know. So I am starting this podcast because I am really at a kind of crossroads with my self-care, my positivity, my happiness, honestly my whole life. I feel like everything is changing all at once. I moved to a new city eight months ago. I'm getting new jobs all the time. I'm a freelancer, so it's kind of overwhelming. And honestly, the, the particular reason that I decided to start today instead of tomorrow is that I am feeling some burnout pretty bad. Um, It is terrible. I haven't had a day off in like three months and I don't have a day off for the next two months, two and a half. And I'm so grateful to be working so much. When I moved here to work in the arts, I did not anticipate having so much work. I really thought that I would be struggling to find a job. And so what happened was I got this steady job that was a couple times a week. And then I got a couple of temporary jobs that last for a few months at a time and are six days a week. So then I had to move my two day a week job to just one day a week. So now those days are incredibly long and my days at my other job are also incredibly long because I'm very low on the totem pole as I should be. I'm, it's an entry level job and I love it and I love the people I'm getting to learn from and the people I'm getting to know, but I have to go early, stay late and it's pretty high stress, pretty high pressure environment. So. I'm just feeling honestly exhausted. I feel like I haven't had a good night's sleep in two weeks. And I really don't wanna get into too much of the career stuff right now because I have a very easy time making my career 
my only personality trait. And so I think part of this podcast for me is exploring who I am outside of that and where my happiness can come from outside of that. But it is weighing pretty heavily on me today. So I'm definitely going to talk about it a little bit. And I just want to share that, I guess a week and a half ago, I like one of my biggest dreams came true. And I'm so grateful, so lucky that it happened. It was like a last minute, hey, can you step in for someone? And it literally was like number one on my delusion list for this year. Never thought it would happen in a million years. And it did. And I got some lukewarm feedback afterwards and literally thought I had ruined my career. It was the most devastating few days I ever had. And then I met with the boss after and Uh, They were able to kind of quell a lot of my fears and let me know that any mistakes I made were due to inexperience and or just mistakes that most everybody who steps into that role makes. So I felt a lot better, but I feel like that was kind of a long drawn out process of me feeling anxious and not knowing if I had literally just ended my career before it started. And that whole time I like wasn't sleeping. And then after that, I had a few days, I was like, oh, this is great. Now I can like hang out with my roommate and like go enjoy New York City. And so I just ended up kind of over committing myself and like making an effort to see a lot of people that I don't normally see, which I think is positive because definitely an introvert, definitely have a tendency to isolate myself. So I'm glad I did that. But what happened is that now I literally haven't slept more than five hours in two weeks. And this morning I had to get up to get on the train at like 7.30. Like I have to be on the train at 7.30 and it's like half an hour from my apartment. So I got up at 6.30 and let me tell you, I was unwell. I was like angry at the world. I texted my boyfriend. I was like, I don't want to be here. I just want to be in bed. I don't want to be on this train right now. I can't believe I'm doing this. I just was feeling miserable and I like my job. And so it kind of pulled me out of it and I feel a little bit better now, but like burnout is so real y'all. And I've, I'll admit, I like recorded a couple of like test episodes. And I think what I was lacking was uh, the self-awareness and honesty to admit it. I think I was like kind of treading in toxic positivity zone. And so I am happy that I have now made it my commitment by starting this episode off with this uh, jarring of an update that I will continue to be honest, continue to be open, continue to be vulnerable and just share my journey with, with happiness, with being in my early 20s, with navigating all of these changes at once. So that's a little bit of a personal update. I will continue to give you those every single morning. So now let's get into like a little bit of housekeeping about the podcast. So I will be doing this every day. And I say that with the hope. And of course, I'm a little afraid because I know myself and I know that I have said I'm going to do a lot of things every day. And I it is very hard for me to do that. But I feel like doing it in public will keep me a little bit more accountable. And I want to say right off the bat that if it is a five minute episode, it is a five minute episode. And that is a walk that we can all take. And I want you to also on your happy girl walks, make sure that you're taking them when you only have five minutes. So I want everybody to have those episodes to listen to when that's all the time you have that day. I'm, I'm not gonna pretend like I have an hour to walk every day as much as I would love to. 
that's not realistic for me because honestly, this past week, if I had been getting up as early as I wanted to, to walk as much as I wanted to, I would be even more miserable today because I'd be living on four hours of sleep or even less. So everything is just real and honest and raw here. And I welcome you. I'm so excited you're here. And I am so excited to get to know you and share this part of my life with you. So a little bit of background. I know I just kind of gave you like the quick and dirty how I'm doing today, but here's a little bit more about me. I am from the South. I'm 23. I am dating my college sweetheart, but we took a two year break in between uh, college and getting back together which was not a break at the time, it was just a breakup, and it was absolutely devastating. I really struggled, it was very bad, and we got back together, but it's not the weird like, oh my gosh, like, they got back together, like, hope it works out, like, kind of awkward thing. It really is just that we had a lot of growing up to do and weren't right for each other at the time, and now are just in much more mature places where we can make a lot more compromises for each other without feeling like we're losing ourselves. And so it's been really positive. We actually talk all the time about how this relationship is so different from our last one. And we are like the most annoying, obnoxious communicators you've ever seen. So I think that that really helps. And yeah, that is where I'm at with that. It is a long distance relationship, so that has been really difficult to navigate, especially kind of being on my own, not for the first time, but um, this is the longest we've been long distance because we went to college together and then we broke up pretty soon after we left college. So we were technically long distance for a little bit during COVID, but nothing like this. And it's just tough. But also this is the first time that we've really been adults and been able to buy train tickets to see each other and buy plane tickets to see each other. And thankfully it's not, as far as it was when I was in grad school. So if we had been together then, that would have been the worst, but we just broke up and uh, solved that problem. We fed two birds with one scone, as they say. So that's that. I said I'm from the South. I grew up in the church. I don't really know where I'm at with all that. I would love to explore that on a couple of podcast episodes coming up because I love my church upbringing, but I definitely have a lot of things that I hold as beliefs about the church that don't actually align with my values, but it's just so ingrained in me because it's how I was raised that I would love to be able to challenge those and think a little bit more critically about why I feel that way. In particular, when it comes to authority kind of dictating what it is, I think that a lot of people nowadays have a much more personal experience with faith and are much more open about their own journey and their own ideas about what it means to be a religious person. Whereas when I was growing up, it was like anything you come up with on your own can't possibly be true because it didn't come from this higher power through the Bible or through the institution of a church. But I have a hard time with that because my personal experience is my personal experience, but somehow like that belief is so ingrained in me that I, I do have a hard time listening to my personal experience when it comes to religion because I grew up in such a strict, this is what it is, and if you don't believe it, you're wrong kind of environment. I'm gonna pause for train announcement. All right, we're back. So that's a little bit about my faith. Like I said, I'm a freelancer. I work in the arts. I don't really want to get too specific. Like I said, I really want this podcast to be pretty separate from my career just because 
I really want this to explore who I am outside of it. I have a younger brother. I think he's the coolest kid on the planet, but we're really far apart in age, so we aren't very close, and I would love to be closer with him. I have a tendency to isolate myself. I am an Enneagram 3 and an INFJ, and I lean pretty heavily into my introversion and use that as an excuse a lot of the time to ignore people. Um, can you tell my therapists have said that I'm very insightful? Thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> I definitely love to isolate myself and have really been struggling with that since I moved to New York City. I feel like the city is just like so overwhelming to me that when I'm done with work, all I can do is sit at home and watch Netflix, which is great, except all my friends are here and I'm not really being a good friend and I'm not really putting in the energy and the effort to maintain those friendships. And so I kind of don't really have a very strong community here, which is frustrating. But because I put so much of my identity in my work, I really don't mind, but I wish that I minded, if that makes sense. So definitely like hoping to improve that. I'm just trying to think other ways that my happiness uh, is changing. I am going through like some mental health, physical health stuff right now. Uh, I wanna be vulnerable about it. Oh, hello, words. I wanna be vulnerable about it. Hang on. I think I'm gonna do a whole episode actually this week about like my history with mental health, but I have really struggled with OCD and depression and anxiety in the past. And it has been really bad um, over the past few years. And I finally have started taking medication for it and it has truly changed my life. So I think later this week, I'm gonna talk more about that. I also was recently diagnosed with PCOS, which is really kind of rocking my world. They put me on medication for that too. They put me on OCPs or contraceptives, which this is my first time taking and so far do not love them. I absolutely will get into that later because I have lots of thoughts and I really don't like that it's just prescribed to women as like a cure-all when the history of it is so problematic and they literally like made up that it would regulate cycles so that women could use it as birth control and not be judged. So I really don't love that we still have that, but also I'm open to trying it, especially because there was just like some alarming stuff with my PCOS that like could have turned into something worse that they just wanted me to uh, be on these pills to see if it would help. So, so far I think it's doing its job, but I am not enjoying it. So I'm gonna have a lot more to say about that. Probably also later this week, we'll get into like mental health, physical health, all of it. I, like I said, I live in New York. I live in Manhattan. I love it here. Absolutely would not change it for the world. Would never want to live anywhere else. I mean, probably eventually. And like when I have kids and stuff, I don't want to raise them here, but I love it here. I babysit pretty frequently. I think that's like the best life hack I've ever found. I'm trying to think what else, like that's really where I'm at. I love walking. I have always been the walking friend. I'm always the girl that's like, oh, it's an hour and a half, like, let's walk. I just love it. I feel like it's kind of the only movement that I personally really enjoy. Um, pause for train. I've never really been a sporty girl. It's just not something that I really prioritize. And in particular, I do not like cardio. I do not like to feel like my heart is beating above its normal rate. I just don't think that that's the natural state of things. And therefore I will do anything to not get my heart rate up. However, I know that that's very unhealthy of me. I'm like very out of shape and walking is just a way that I feel like I'm moving my body. And I feel like 
I'm able to A, explore the city that I'm still relatively new to, and B, explore myself. I feel like I just like have the best thoughts and the best ideas when I'm walking. So I've always been the walking friend, love taking walks. Like I said, we're doing it like a few minutes every day up to like maybe an hour. I think on Sundays I'm gonna do like a Sunday weekly reset episode and not go for a walk and just like do chores and chat and like answer any questions that y'all have. So feel free to leave any questions in like my TikTok comments or my Instagram comments, whatever. Also while we're here, Follow me, I'm on Instagram. Okay, wait, I'm trying to remember. I'm on Instagram at happygirlwalkspod. I'm on Twitter at happygirlwalks, which I've literally never used Twitter before in my life, so that's gonna be a learning curve. I'm on TikTok at happygirlwalks, and I think that's it. I've got a website, I've got a newsletter. Um, just, just doing all the things. You can find me on all the places, and that'll all be in the show notes if I can figure out uh, how show notes work. <laughs> so we're all kind of on this learning journey together. It's gonna be so much fun. So let's chat a little bit about the name of the podcast. Obviously, it is a little bit of a play on hot girl walks. And the major difference is that I changed hot to happy. And so I did a little bit of research into the original hot girl walks. And I found that it was created by this creator, Mia Lind, who was trying to start a walking habit just for herself and felt like it needed rebranding because it isn't something we think of as exercise, it isn't something we think of as movement, but it can be so beneficial not only for your physical health, but for your mental health. And so she was like, I'm just gonna be a hot girl on a walk. And then a lot of people got behind that, myself included. And she used that time, I've seen some articles say that she used it to think about whatever she wanted and some articles to say that she wanted to particularly prioritize gratitude, her goals and being hot in her thoughts, which like, I'm all about, I love that, I'm a huge fan. And of course I'm a huge fan of walking. So it was like a natural, it was a natural path for me to get on. However, I think that where I'm coming from in my life right now is that being hot to me is through happiness. And when I think about what it means to be a hot girl, one of my friends, one of her New Year's resolutions every single year is to be hotter, to get hotter. She's like, we're getting hotter this year. And, and she doesn't mean that she's gonna like style her hair differently. Like she means that she's gonna prioritize herself in a way that makes her feel hotter. And to me, feeling hotter comes from my happiness. And a lot of times I feel a lot happier when I go on a walk. And I know, I know that it is a like, correlation causation thing and I am also way more likely to go on walks when I'm having a good day. I am fully self-aware in that regard. However, it's like the power pose. I think if I just like do it a little bit every day, I'll at least feel like I've done something and I think that it will help. And maybe it won't. I'm sure I will have some bad days. I'm sure I'll have some good days. We all do. But that's why I'm like honestly really excited to do this little experiment of doing it every single day so that I have to show up no matter what and it's all there documented um, as really <laughs> and honestly as possible. So that was her hot girl walk. And a question that I came across in my thinking about it is, is she walking because she's hot or to become hot? And I think there's kind of this element of both. And this, I mean, this is kind of what I just said about, I definitely feel better when I go for a walk and I'm more likely to go for a walk when I feel good. So I feel like it's, it's both, it's, it's neither, it's sometimes one and sometimes the other. And 
I think that that is all kind of always in flux. And I kind of have that question a lot with the whole like manifesting practice or just like generally trying to do certain things in order to change your life or become a certain way or change your mindset, change your habits, is that are we doing it because we truly believe that we have the thing? Like, am I, am I really going for a walk every day because I think I'm like super happy? Or is there always gonna be an element of, man, I'm going for this walk because I hope that it makes me a little bit happier. And I think for me, it's a little bit of both. I've always had a hard time with like fully leaning into the manifestation mindset of just go for it, pretend that you have it, believe that you have it, and then it will be yours. Because I know that the whole premise is that you don't admit that you don't have it because then your brain is just thinking about the lack of the thing you're trying to manifest. Sorry, this is like so hard to articulate without examples. But in the context of happiness, in the context of happy girl walks, I do feel like there's an element of both and that's totally okay. And the reason then that I chose happiness over hotness is because I, I do believe that I'm already happy and I do believe that I can become happier. And I think that that at this point in my life just really resonates with me and is something that I want to be actively participating in every single day. And I feel, sorry, I'm gonna pause for this stupid announcement. I feel really motivated to show up every day and to spend that time really intentionally and really actively thinking about my own happiness, investing in my own happiness, sharing my own happiness, and figuring out where it's lacking and where I can do better. I think that that just really resonates with me at this point in my life. So that's where we're at. But of course the gratitude and goals aspect of Mia's walk also really resonate with me. I'm like such a planner, I'm such a goal setter. I'm fully self-aware. I know that I spend like four times as much of my life planning as I do doing, which is partially why I'm so excited to be impromptu recording this on a train platform right now. But I love planning, love goal setting. So we're definitely going to chat about that. We're also going to chat about gratitude. And that's how I want to start every episode. I know we're like way past the start now, but let's take a second, come up with three things you're grateful for and write them down because I am hoping to have like a long, long, long list at the end of this of things I'm grateful for. So let's see. The first thing, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm like christening something. I'm like starting a brand new note in my notes app. This is incredible. The first thing I'm grateful for is, ooh, the fact that this microphone came in. It was like actually a major debacle because it said it was delivered to my door. Nothing ever gets delivered to my door. And my boyfriend was in town and he was like, yeah, no, it's not there. And I was like, ugh, if I lost this package, I'll be so sad. But it turns out it was in my mailbox the whole time. So the fact that this microphone is here. Um, ooh, this morning, my friend and I got to get bagels. That was fun. I'm gonna say bagels this morning. And let's see, what else? I'm gonna pause for train real quick. Ooh, I think the final thing I'm grateful for right now is that the weather cleared up it was like super rainy this morning which was nice and cozy and just made me want to stay in bed but i obviously couldn't do that but now it's nice enough for me to be walking outside so non-rainy evening 
Yay! Okay, so those are the three things I'm grateful for today. I also want to start the episode with a quick affirmation. And my affirmation for the day, you go ahead and pick whatever resonates with you and whatever is the most powerful to you. I had this misconception for a while or this like idea that affirmations had to be lies. (laughs) And I was just like thinking of the least true thing possible that I could say to myself. And that's just not helpful to anyone because it's the same thing. It's like giving into the, the lie of the manifesting. And I think there's a happy medium. I think there's definitely a balance between, oh, I don't have this thing and I want it. And I'm gonna tell myself the biggest lie possible so that I know it's a lie. Um, So my affirmation today is something that is true that I would like to become more true. And for me, that is, I have an attitude of learning in everything I do. It's been my affirmation for like a few days and I think it'll probably stay my affirmation for a few days, but I have been in a lot of situations where my gut instinct is to get very defensive and that will majorly prohibit my ability to grow. And I feel like if I give in to not knowing anything and take every opportunity to learn that I can, then I will end up like, a much better person in every way. So that is my affirmation for today. I have an attitude of learning in everything I do. Every situation I come into contact with is an opportunity to learn, especially when it's challenging and especially when my instinct is to shield myself uh, from any criticism. So that's my affirmation today. If that resonates with you, make that your affirmation today. And if it doesn't, pick one that does. So there's our little our little tribute to Mia Lind. We will keep doing that every day. And sometimes the affirmations will change. Sometimes they might not. I don't know. I don't know. I'm like saying I'm going to do this shit every day, but like, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's take it day by day. We're, we're all just here. We're learning. We're growing. We're having fun. So yes, the, the next thing I have written down is that for me, happy girl walks are less of an activity and more of a mindset. So it involves prioritizing your happiness and actively showing up in whatever you're doing, taking the five minutes to do the thing that you think might make you 5% happier and doing the thing that feeds you that you're motivated to do when you are at your happiest. So if that's not a walk for you, that's totally fine. If that's a workout and you wanna like pop this in when you're on the treadmill, which I guess is like the same thing as walking, but for people who don't mind their heart rates getting up, I think like that's totally fine. Like whatever self-care is for you, Think about when you are at your best, what are the things that you crave? Is it uh, time with your friends? Is it time with your family? Is it movement? Is it stillness? Is it meditation? Is it great food? Is it comfort food? Like, what do you go to when you're having a great day to make it just a little bit greater? And then how can you make those things frictionless for you when you're having not such a good day? So for me, that involves having my regular food places. I'm like a huge routine comfort. I get the same thing at every restaurant kind of a gal. And so finding what those places are for me so that I can have my go-tos when I'm having a great day and I wanna just have something familiar or when I'm having a not so good day and I wanna have something that's a little bit comforting. So for me, that's what that is. For you, it can be as simple as wearing your favorite outfit or writing in a favorite notebook. Like pick something that 
when you want to celebrate having a great day, you want to do even more. And then when you're having a bad day, you also want to do even more, if that makes sense. So for me, that's walking. That's why we're starting the podcast, blah, blah, blah. Then along that thought experiment, picture yourself in the future, the happiest you've ever been. And like go into detail, honestly, like pull out a notebook, write it down, picture yourself at the happiest you've ever been. And what is your day-to-day life like? What time do you wake up in the morning? How tired are you when you wake up in the morning? Where do you go for work? What do you eat? Who do you talk to? What do you talk about? What media do you consume? Really flesh this out for yourself. This is an activity that I wrote down and still haven't done yet and definitely want to. But picture yourself at your happiest and then see what one single step you can take to get there. I am like so guilty of coming up with the 30 step new routine that is gonna change my life. And then of course, it's not sustainable. I can't do it. And we actually, tomorrow, are talking about morning routines because it is so heavy on my heart, so heavy on my mind, and so heavy in my life and in my schedule that I don't have one. I need one and I really struggle with morning routines and night routines, which is ridiculous because I'm such a routine fanatic. So it's so stupid and honestly, probably ruining my life. So we're gonna chat about that tomorrow, but go into detail, write down what your happiest self would look like, pause this podcast, come back. And then I want you, like I said, to pick one thing, only one, I know it's hard. One thing, honestly, the smallest thing that you can do tomorrow and that you can do again the next day. So I think for me, I mean, for me, it's going on a walk, but I'm tempted to say that it's reading because I like picture myself as a huge reader and then never actually do it. But I, I know myself and I think the walk plus the reading is like a little too much for me right now. So I'm gonna stick with the walk as like kind of my catch all for everything right now. And then as we grow, as we learn, we can pick another thing that will make us 5% happier. So then after you have pictured yourself in the future at the happiest you've ever been, picture yourself in the past so far in your life, in recent memory, in distant memory, whatever. When was the happiest you've ever been? For me, it was one specific summer. I was just so present. I was single and I made myself say yes to a lot of things I wouldn't normally say yes to in terms of establishing friendships, in terms of taking time for myself, in terms of sharing my art with the world, which I don't do very often. And I was just really going for it in a lot of ways. And a lot of that was because I was so present and I was kind of giving into a lot of whims. And looking back, I will admit that a lot of those whims I had the privilege of giving into because I was in a place where I didn't have a lot of my belongings. I didn't have a lot of my responsibilities. I had like very few tasks during the day. I woke up, I went to work, I came home and like I would go drive to a beach and just sit there and look at the sunset. Like it was a very idealistic life I was living and I know that that was very privileged and I do not have that privilege anymore. So, and like I was reading all the time then, that goes back to my reading thing. I was reading, I was like taking Polaroid pictures and like putting them in a scrapbook type bullet journal situation. Like I was just, I was really in my like hippy dippy era. I was, oh, what did I call myself that summer? I was like 
I am a collector of memories. But like, honestly, that was a lot of my mindset was like trying to look at every present moment as an opportunity for a romanticized memory in the future. And so what I ended up with are a lot of romanticized memories. And so it was an absolutely wonderful summer. Highly recommend romanticizing your life for two months if you have the, the time and the resources. But then think about yourself in the past, the happiest you've ever been, and what's one small tiny thing that you can do to get back there. I think for me, it's gonna be that mindset of uh, giving into a whim and finishing my day and genuinely asking myself what I wanna do and listening to myself with an open heart and open mind and open ears. I think that that was really positive for me because it showed me subconsciously that my opinion and my desires mattered. And if I wanted to go to the beach, I could go to the beach. And if I wanted to lay at home and read, I could lay at home and read. If I wanted to hang out with people, I could. And if I didn't, I didn't have to. And I think that that was really pivotal for me in that time. So I think, I think today actually, when I get home from this stupid train ride, it's almost here. When I get home from the stupid train ride, I, I'm gonna ask myself genuinely what I wanna do. And I'm not gonna do it right now because I don't know what I'm gonna wanna do in, in half an hour. So that's what I'm gonna do. I encourage you to do the same or pick what resonates with you at your past happy, happiest, at your past happiest, what were you doing that you could do right now to make yourself 5% happier? That's the Happy Girl Walk. I'm so excited for you to join me. I think that'll be it for today because the train is three minutes away. Couple of housekeeping things. Um, I would love, love, love if you would find me on social media, Happy Girl Walks Pod on Instagram, Happy Girl Walks on TikTok and Twitter. I've literally never used Twitter before, so someone please teach me how. I would love, love, love if you would find this podcast on Apple and just like leave it a little review. I think that's like how podcasts get their ratings. I literally don't know anything, but that would probably be very helpful. And then just like a couple of little logistics things. There are gonna be tons of varying background noise in this podcast. I apologize. I'm hoping that's some of the charm. I uh, am literally taking you on a walk with me. I've like got the best portable microphone I can, but like it can only do so much. So sorry for the background noise. Sorry for the varied lengths, but I promise, promise, promise that I will post an episode every single day and I can't wait for you to join me. I'll see you tomorrow. I love you so much and have a wonderful day. Bye.